Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. We're on episode 110. Every time I hear the number 100 and something, it kind of brings a smile to my face. I feel so, so blessed with this podcast, and um, thank you for all the support. Thank you for all the messages we get. And it lifts my soul and my heart knowing that this this podcast is getting to so many people and it's um, guiding so many. And it's a passion project for me and Stace. I started it when I got the message that my voice is my gift and I should use it. And um, nearly three years on, I can't believe how far we've taken it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Episode 110, actually we're recording this on January the 1st. So welcome to 2024. And um, I hope that you had a great start to 2024. Really hope you're feeling the new vibration, the new energies around us. So, yeah, before we begin, I'd love my beautiful co-host to introduce herself, introducing the amazing, the stunning, the healer extraordinaire and published author, Stacey Brown. Happy New Year, Stace. Happy New Year, buddy. It's good to be here. Hi, friends. Really looking forward to this episode today and it feels like the perfect time to be embarking on a new season, right? We've had the shift of bringing in 2024 and here we are. So I'm excited about this. My name is Stacy. I'm an intuitive. I do readings for people from around the world. I'm also an Akashic record reader. I'm a spiritual coach and mentor. I'm a podcast host, which is one of my favorite things to do. And my book, Journey to Soul Center, Discovering the Gift of Surrender, came out just about this time last year. So very exciting. It's available on Amazon and Audible. Thank you, Stace. Hi, everybody. I'm Nims. Uh, call me Nimesh Nims, whichever name suits. And I'm also an Akashic record reader, Akashic trainer, podcast host, podcast creator, as well as a spiritual coach and mentor. And I love the work that we get to do because we guide people to shine their light. I'm a big believer that everything we need is inside us and what a good mentor and a guide does, either through the records or mentoring, is guide you to your answers. Nobody should ever tell you what to do. And I just, you know, I feel so blessed with the work I get to do. Um, just if I reflect back on 2023, I would say it's, it was an expansive year for everybody. Um, but the shining light for me through that year was all the mentorship that we got to do, the Kashyyyk training, guiding people to the records. So I, I love, love that space. And as we get into 2024, I'm excited about what's coming. I feel, I felt the vibration changing actually at the end of last year. Um, 2023 was a lot of closing of cycles, a lot of closing of karmic cycles. I feel some of that's still ongoing because um, we have a lot of things to heal, right? Let's be honest. Um, but for me, as I get into 2024, um, I'm not a big, you know, New Year's resolutions person, but I am. I like the fact it's a new vibration. You can use it to look at your self care routine and look to make changes to your self care routine that are not just about New Year's and on New Year's resolutions, which you're going to stop after a few weeks. These are things that you commit to because you know they're going to help. You know they're going to accelerate your journey. And um, to that, to that end, how me and Stace were talking about what could we do to help more people? What could we do to kind of really kind of get, as we mentor people to the next level? So the two things we decided to do was one, um, our mentorship program is normally over 12 weeks. Um, it is, we've created the framework through, the, we channeled it through the Akashic Records 
and it takes you and it heals you on the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual bodies. And it really is focused on helping you find your purpose, connect with your purpose, and really connect with your gifts and start to really activate you. And the three months is really all about you. But what we decided to do is, is, is do a promo so you get four months for the price of three. So you get the full three months uh, mentoring that we do, but you get an additional month included. And month four is normally about after everything you've learned, after all the gifts that you've activated, what are you actually going to do with them? Do you want to put it in a business? Do you actually want to apply it some in different parts of your life? So we take it to that next level. So we thought a great thing to do as being January, a lot of people focus on self and you know, what you need to do to improve you. We thought a great way of giving back is to offer a free fourth month. So you get the three months and um, you get the fourth month added where we can really activate you into the world. So I'm excited about that promo. Uh, how do you feel about it, Stace? I'm really looking forward to what we have going on. We um, currently have some really incredible mentorship clients and it is work that I'm really passionate about. And over the course of the three months, we really develop like an intimate relationship with you where we get to understand who you are and how you're showing up in the world and tweak things to um, bring you to the best space possible. So the idea of having that fourth month, I think is really special because it's gonna allow us to go even deeper than we already do. And to really help you understand how you're showing up in the world, understand what you're here to do and to start taking action. And I believe 2024 is going to be a very, very powerful year for a lot of people who decide to commit to themselves and how they're showing up in the world. Couldn't agree more. And um, you know, a lot of people we talk to are being activated, right? There's a difference. Everyone's feeling different. And how are you? How, what are you doing about it? Some people are reacting externally and you know, getting angry about different things and looking to fix things. Other people will take time to just connect with themselves internally and really ask what's going on. So I encourage you to take time for you and really kind of connect with you. And if what we're saying resonates, reach out. You can book a free discovery call. We can take you through it. We love that program. It really is changing lives. So you can book a free discovery call. We'll take you through it. We also have the group program starting. So we, have, we, we haven't done a group program for a while. Um, we thought it was a great time to. So um, near the end of Feb, we'll start our next group program. Um, that is, again, over 12 weeks. But what we do is we take a max of five people, and it's more of a group setting. But because there's only five, there really is connections built with the five. And it's like soul contracts. And you get to do the group healing as others heal. You heal yourself. So, yeah, I'm excited about that, too. I feel like we're talking we're talking a lot about what we're doing, but I just thought I'd do we do this as an intro. The last thing is we do once a month a free Zoom healing session. And this is your opportunity to kind of get to know us at a different level. It's free. Um, you can be on screen. You don't have to be on screen. But you get to experience me and Stace at a different level. It's more of an interactive conversation. We love this podcast. But joining us on the free Zoom is is an opportunity for to engage it differently. We'll always open the group Akashic Records. We'll always have a guided meditation, um, always some interaction and talk about the energy of, of how we're feeling. Um, the next call is on um, 11th January. So if you're in the UK, that's 
That's that's eleven one. If you're in the US, that's one eleven. But it's all the ones. It says six thirty um, p.m. Eastern. That's uh, three thirty Pacific, and it's going to be eleven thirty p.m. in the UK. Um, we do this once a month. This time it's on a Thursday. Normally it's on a Wednesday. Join us. We love we love we'd love to have you. I'd include the link to register in the show notes. Come and join us. To get onto this this week's topic. Um, we're debating as to which topic to start the year with, and we did, we went with the importance of speaking your truth. And the reason we went with that, with this topic, is it really is about speaking your truth. And you know, a lot of people think about speaking the truth and speaking your truth in in anger, and it really isn't. For me, speaking your truth is about being authentic. It's about speaking from the heart but not holding things in. And, you know, it's that on the spiritual journey, a lot of the time when we do readings, etc., always get energies in the throat because I do feel a lot of people are not speaking the truth. And on the spiritual journey, being authentic is a big part of it. How you do one thing is how you do everything. So, you know, how you are at work and how you're at home and the values that you bring into it should be the same. I mean, I've worked really hard on that over the years. And, you know, it is really, you build genuine connections by speaking your truth. And speaking your truth shouldn't, the intention shouldn't be to hurt the other person. It should be to speak your truth with love. How the other person takes it is not on you. But for me, I, you know, over, over the last few years, a lot of people said, well, you seem a bit quieter. And I, I'm, I don't feel I'm quieter. I feel like I only speak when I have something really to say. I don't, I'm not, I kind of don't like to get into the gossip of things. And so I probably do speak less, but when I speak, I speak with intention. And I've worked on that, right? But I guess the question for our listeners is, what area of your life are you not speaking the truth? And why is it? Because we all know the importance of speaking the truth and on this spiritual journey, we talk a lot about it in this podcast, but it is, for me, speaking the truth really embraces your, your your true power because it empowers you. And I feel like a lot of us are, have, a, have a mission um, to speak our truth in multiple platforms. And when you speak your truth, maybe somebody needs to hear it and maybe that will inspire them to do something different in their life. This platform gives us an opportunity to speak our truth. And I hope you, you know, when, when you hear me and say speak, I hope you can feel the energy and the passion of what, which we come with, right? Because I'll always be 100%. I am who I am. I make no apologies for it. I'm still working in progress. But I, I'm, I'm going to speak my truth. I'm going to speak what I feel. Now, whether you resonate with it whether you don't that's your choice right you take the pits that make sense to you and the ones that don't that's okay but i'm always going to speak from my heart and my intention and my my purpose is really anyone i connect with leave them better than i found them so if this podcast helps one person then i've achieved my purpose and it's interesting we were talking about this topic before we started and as you know me and stace don't really we don't plan the topic we just we pick the topic months in advance, but we 
then channel whatever comes through. But we do kind of have high level, obviously, think about it a bit in terms of what examples we're going to pick. So, you know, speaking your truth is hard, whoever you are. But the first thing, the first place to always start is to speak your truth with yourself. So as we start this episode, I guess I want to ask all our listeners, what areas of your life have you not spoken your truth to yourself? What are the truths that you've been kind of keeping inside? Maybe it's about the people in your life. Maybe it's about the things that you do. But it's a great way to start this episode and the year overall to really look in the mirror and have an honest conversation with yourself. What areas in your life do you need to speak your truth? And if I was to start by me, because Stacey, now I'm coming to you next, you know, for me, I I love the work, I love working on four, the four bodies and I love the work that we do. But if, if I was to be honest, I, I love the spiritual work, right? That's my priority in terms of Akashi Records, mentoring, channeling, you know, so all that. But I've, I have to appreciate I've got four bodies too, right? And I need to make sure that I've got balance in all four. And I know that this year at this time that I need to I need to spend more time looking after my physical body. It's it's the body for my soul. It's the vehicle for my soul. And it's important that, that I look after all four of them. So I've made a commitment to, to really kind of focus on all four bodies, but give extra focus to my physical, at least for the short term, until I get balanced in all four. That's an honest conversation I had with myself. I have the blessing of having some friends around me who keep me honest and stasis. One of those people that is is very good at um, getting under my skin and reminding me the importance of me looking after me. So I'm I'm blessed to have that in my life, um, and I'm blessed to have friends like that that can do that. So Stace, thank you for being you. Thank you for pushing me on the areas that I need to be pushed. So I'd love to hear from you. What um, what does this topic mean to you in terms of the importance of speaking your truth? And can you give an example of a conversation you've had with yourself recently where you've had to speak your truth? Yeah, well, I, I would say the first thing is I wouldn't be sitting here on this platform having this conversation if I hadn't learned how to speak my truth. And I think for a very, very long period of time in my life, I was showing up with the expectations of others and what they thought I should do or how they felt I should be. And a lot of that has to do with my upbringing friends. And I'm sure that there are some of you who can relate right to like, this is the way I'm supposed to do things. So this is what I'm going to do. And I think I spent a lot of time in that space. And then when I started on like going deeper into my spiritual journey, um, especially exploring different modalities and such, I started learning to speak my truth. Like, for example, I was a part of a Christian church that frowned upon Reiki healing. And I kind of had to go toe to toe with people who didn't agree with the practices that I was, you know, utilizing that I was being exposed to. And I had to decide whether I was going to shrink and back down or whether I was going to speak my truth about how it had helped me. And I chose to continue to connect with Reiki um, in spite of other people's opinions of that. And Reiki led me into Oracle cards and Oracle cards led me into doing readings for people. And 
it was a really bizarre space to be in because I live in a somewhat rural area um, where like spirituality and connection in the way that I practice it isn't as common. And I had to make a decision about what I was going to do. And so I started, you know, doing readings for people and quite frankly, I was pretty secretive about it. You know, like, yeah, I was speaking my truth, but I would be like, just don't tell anybody that I did a reading for you. Right. And I was like very, very isolated because part of me was still concerned about what other people were going to say or do. Um, I had always wanted to write a book. Like it had always been something that I had thought like one day I would love to write a book. And I tried the process of writing a book a couple of years ago and I sat down with a writing coach and I had several thousand words of crap when I was done. Like it wasn't connective. I didn't feel like it was me speaking my truth. I didn't feel like it was getting to the core of what I wanted to talk about. And so I gave up. And then I embarked on a trip to the UK to be with you for a month. And I thought that I was there to study your mentor, Sidra. And around the last week of that month long trip, I went out for the day and I came back to your house and I was like, I've got to write a book. And you were like, okay, that's great. And I was like, no, now. And the thing that I didn't realize until the book manuscript was complete was that I was going to be exposing my truth for the world to see, right? There was no filter in writing the book. There was no filter in the message that I was gonna convey. I had to be completely true to my experiences. And a lot of my experiences, I had been very secretive about. Um, for those who haven't read the book, uh, my 17 year old son, plummeted into mental health and substance abuse issues four and a half years ago. And he overdosed in our home and survived. And then four months later, attempted to take his own life. And my friends, when you're going through something like that, you don't think, wow, I'm going to tell so-and-so and so-and-so about what happened in my house in the middle of the night. And that my son was in this drug-induced stupor, it is like, and, I, and I'm going to say it's the American way, but I'm saying that only because I don't know other ways, okay? But so I'm going to say the American way when it comes to mental health and substance abuse issues is hush, hush, quiet. I'm not going to talk about it because there's a ton of shame and guilt and secrecy around issues like this. I kind of think that this is the human way versus the American way, but I'm just telling you culturally, my experience has been when your child does something really amazing, you tell everyone about it. But when your child is suffering or struggling, you hide it in secrecy. And so when I was going through the process of writing this book, I knew that I had to be true to the experiences that I'd had, but I also knew that I hadn't even really exposed a lot of those truths to the closest people in my life, right? I would only let them know like what they had to know, right? So I was like running a business. 
um, very successfully and people knew that I had had issues with my son, but they didn't know to the level that I did. And then on top of that, right, we went through these really horrific traumatic things. And then in addition to that, I had some life-changing, profound spiritual encounters through that time. So not only was I speaking about the truth of my experience of raising a child who then faced these issues, but I was also being open about my spiritual experiences and what had happened to me through the process of nearly losing my son. So you want to talk about like putting yourself out there for the world to see. I mean, this was very, very different than anything I had done before. I will say though, that through that process, there was something driving me that was bigger than me. If I had stayed in the ego space of, oh my gosh, I'm sharing my truth with the world, I probably wouldn't have followed through with the writing of the book. But I came from the space of, I have to do this. And there is a force driving me that I can't explain. And it wasn't until we hit send on the final manuscript that I sat there and thought, oh shit, people are going to read this right? Like people are going to know this stuff about me. And friends, what I want to say about this book, I don't paint myself in a pretty picture. Okay. Like, it's not like I'm like the heroine in this story where like, you know, Stacey does these amazing things and this beautiful story unfolds. I'm really exposing myself for all of my insecurities, all of my unfortunate stumblings, my struggles through relationships, my struggles through raising kids. I'm very open about it. And I am proud that I freed myself because I feel like I spent so many years trying to be what other people needed me to be, not just as a hairdresser, but as a person. Like, I feel like I had to morph into whatever another person needed from me in a certain circumstance, specifically doing hair versus being true to who I am. And going through this book process pushed me in a way that I didn't even realize I needed pushing. And what has come from that has been this kind of global experience where People are still picking up my book and reading it and sending me emails and direct messages and such saying like, thank you so much for sharing your truth. Thank you so much for being so open. Thank you for talking about mental health and substance abuse. Thank you for talking about your soul connection, your spiritual connections, your spiritual practices. I feel when we speak openly about our truth, we give permission for others to do the same without even realizing it. It's like people are looking in a mirror and they see you being truthful and it evokes in them a desire to also be truthful. And so though I didn't really know that's what I was doing when I was writing the book, it became very apparent as I saw the manuscript become complete. And there was this feeling of like this, this is really going to spark something in people, right?
this is really going to spark something new. And it has. Yeah, so beautiful. And um, you know, I had no plans. It wasn't on my bucket list to help somebody write a book and to go on a journey to get your book out. But it was it was beautiful to see from my perspective because I could see the healing that was going on as you released the book. I could see that you had to go deep to share your your story. In order to share your story, you had to relive it. So I could see the pain that you had to go through to record your book. We That's the process we followed. You recorded it. We had it transcribed, and that became the manuscript. Um, but I saw how deep you had to go to kind of to live your purpose, you know, to help the people, that whoever needs it. But it was honestly a lot about you a lot about you releasing the stuff that you held on to and it was it was healing painful but i love your authenticity going deep every time you did it can i be really open about something too buddy i of i course. i feel like i i need to be right now so i can't believe i'm about to confess this but i'm going to confess this because it just feels like it's 2024 it's a new vibration so i'm i'm going to confess this here okay I'm a bit worried about where you're going now, but yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah, but I just feel like I have to say it. So one of the things, friends, that I feel like I wasn't very open about and I would like to be is the dynamic with my father, right? I, and this, again, we're, we're talking about speaking our truth, so I'm speaking my truth, okay? There is a whole other part to the story, like to my story, that is huge that I didn't, I did not feel comfortable in exposing at this time because, and I'm just going to be very clear because my father is still living and because he is the type of person that he is, I don't feel comfortable yet coming out and speaking my truth about all of that. And I feel like it's a huge part of my story, right? So the reason that I'm saying this, friends, is because sometimes speaking our truth comes out in layers, right? Sometimes there's parts of it that we're ready to face or we feel we need to deal with or it's time to talk about. And then there are other parts that that takes some time, right? Like, it's not that I don't, like I, I talk about my father, right? Like I've, I've talked about the dynamic with him. I've been open in different platforms about expressing stuff about that. But when it comes to like the written word of like, this is what I grew up with. This is what I lived with. I haven't gotten to that space yet. And I have debated when that time will come, right? I think the main thing for me when it comes to that dynamic at this point is talking about it and processing it and healing from it. And I believe when the time is right, there is at least one more book in me to be able to share more about the story. But I also feel that when it comes to speaking our truth and it involves someone else, sometimes it takes more time for that to come out for whatever reason. We don't want to harm the other person, whether it be that our story is very entwined with another person's and we're not sure how to approach it. I mean, I know for me, 
at 47 years old, there is still a, a very real fear of the backlash of what I would have to endure when it comes to my dynamic with this person, right? Like I'm speaking about it now, right? Which I've never really done before, but there's a part of writing about it that I'm just not sure the story is ready for yet, if that makes sense. But no, I'm saying this because sense. some of us, mm -hmm. some of us might be in a space where like we haven't spoken our truth because of how there there's like a domino effect, right? Like a lot of times our truth doesn't just involve us. It involves like our history with another person or it involves a relationship dynamic or what have you. And I think sometimes a lot of us can kind of tiptoe around that feeling like, well, how do I share what I feel called to share when it involves these other people? You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and it's... um. This is what I said at the beginning, speaking the truth to yourself first is really important. What are you holding on to? And then how you release it, sometimes sure it involves talking to the other person and having a direct conversation. And, you know, when you wrote your book, you spoke your truth in that book. I mean, you went, you didn't go as deep as maybe you're talking about now in terms of your relationship with your father, but you talk about the impact of you growing up and what that what impact that had on you in your later years. So it's just you know there's just level of levels of speaking your truth and that's that's what it's a personal decision right but it is i'm a big believer that what we've been through and certainly for if i think about it from my myself's perspective i think as a mentor we go through things um at a deep level because we've meant to guide other people so I don't maybe need to feel the same level of pain so again i'd ask our listeners is there's a reason that you've been through what you've been through. There's a reason. So if you had a difficult 2023, maybe you still having difficult times, that's there for a reason. So what if you're meant to use what you've been through to guide other people so they don't need to see the same pain? It's not on us to stop people feeling pain, right? We are a soul having a human experience, so we have to have the human experience. But what if the things that we've been through and if we share our truth, can help others too. And that was part of the objective of your book, right? It was, was to was to share your truth to help and guide others. But at the same time, it was super healing. And, you know, I, I think about going back to, you know, when I started reading Akashi Records and I started this podcast and, you know, I was going live on Instagram once a week and all that. I started all this stuff in kind of a three, four month period. But I was super worried about speaking my truth. I mean, I'm, from the corporate world, you know, kind of a very senior director in an IT company and the rest of it. And I was worried about speaking my truth, right? Because people are used to me in the corporate world being a certain way. Um, and then I start talking about spirituality. I start a spiritual podcast. I was worried about being judged, if I was honest. Um, but at the time, actually, two different ones. I had I had different people I was working with. Both of them encouraged me to speak my truth. And with both, you know, kind of the podcast and going live on Instagram once a week, you know, it was, I made it up, I made it, it felt like such a bigger, much more of a bigger thing than it really was. Well, people are going to judge me. People are going to look at me and think, well, hold on a second. You know, you're one way in a work environment, but but I, I, I really feel now the way I am at work, the energies I bring to it, 
whatever I do, it's the same. But I had to work on that. And starting the podcast, you know, as the beginning, I was like, I need the right equipment. I need the right this. I need the right that. I was just procrastinating. In the end, I just started it. I put some AirPods on and I just started recording and I just started posting. And it felt liberating. So again, to all our listeners, really have that conversation with yourself and then really consider how are you going to start speaking your truth? What area in your life can you speak your truth? And again, do it from a space of, of love. It's a release for you. And it's your it's part of your healing. So make it about you. But sometimes we want to speak our truth because we're angry. And I get that. And sometimes you need to speak your truth when you're angry. But also consider, Stacey's point, the impact of the route that you pick. You know, for sure, you can write a book. And if, you know, your parents had a big impact on you or whatever that, and if you include them in it, that there is repercussions. And you've got to speak your truth. You can't always control what other people are going to do. But I guess, you know, think it through, what is the right platform? And this is a great conversation to have with your guide. Just sit there and, you know, kind of be silent and just trust whatever intuitive actions you get. For me, it always does come from the heart. And and I was glad I had people around me at the time to push me to speak, you know, to combine my worlds. You know, I knew that my voice was needed and, and I started the podcast. I knew that I needed to be seen because that was the message I was getting from my guides message that I got was, you know, use your voice as your gift. And then I got a message I need to be seen as well as heard. So hence going live on social media at the time once a week. So I listened to my messages. And do you, did I have the internal conflict? And, you know, is anyone going to listen to me? Is anyone going to? Of course I did. But because I kept getting the message and I trusted the messages and I kept, I just went with it. Um, and I, I've never looked back. But I also know it's, it's it's this podcast, you know, for Stacey, if I think about all the topics we've had over the 110 episodes, it's been healing for us too. As we share, we get insights into what's happening in us and that's that's what helps us too. So it's always a co-creation. And, you know, the way that we've kind of approached this podcast is just to share our experience. And if it helps one person, great. So if these examples of us sharing our truth in so many different ways helps one person, then perfect. I really want to encourage our listeners to have that conversation with themselves first and then really consider what areas of your life are you not speaking your truth and what are you going to do about it? Yeah, and start in your journal. You know, if, you, if you're if you in a space where you're not ready to to share your truth with the world, start by sharing your truth with you right? Grab your journal and start writing about some of the things that maybe you've been holding on to. Maybe you've buried, maybe you haven't acknowledged because you're afraid to. I mean, I know for me, I spent decades being afraid of sharing my truth, of being open, of being authentic. Even now when I'm speaking my truth and I'm, you know, creating a, a post on social media or I'm doing a live and, you know, talking about my journey, even then there are times where I'm like, oh, holy shit, like this is scary. Or what are people going to think? Or, you know, like I want people to know that, like, I, I don't know that we ever get to a place where it gets easier, like, and, and maybe it does, but 
But I would say for me, I don't know that. I still get super anxious every time I use my voice, um, whether I'm in front of a camera, whether I'm, you know, recording audio, whatever it is, there's still a part of me that, that feels, um, like nervous about the process, but after the nervous, there's always a feeling of like liberation or freedom that I feel like maybe like the cork of a champagne bottle popping off kind of relief where it's like, okay, I, I, I spoke my truth. And there are times where people like, like, I know this probably sounds silly friends, but like, I don't think about who's going to listen to this podcast when we're recording it, because if I did, I would get super scared because I know we're impacting people globally. Right. But when I'm having these conversations with Namesh, I treat it like it's just me and Namesh having this conversation. If I thought about all of you and like, who's going to listen to this and what they're going to think or what they're going to, you know, I would be freaking out every time we do this, but instead because Namesh and I work together on a regular basis, I've got a comfort level with him where we can just have a conversation and I'm not overanalyzing every single part of what I'm saying or doing, right? And I say this because I believe that's what's made us successful is that we have this dynamic that we've built where we speak our truth with each other and we're open about our journey. And so it just makes it easier you know, if you could see our setup right now, like I'm sitting in my office, Namesh is sitting in his kitchen, we're on camera, like we always are when we work together. We're not thinking about hundreds or thousands of people listening to us, <laughs> right? Very but, true, very true. I, I always but, think when I when I share the numbers with you, there's always this thing in the, I always see a look in your face like, am I really speaking to that many people? You know, and it's just, um, yeah. you, you do the, the method that works for you, right? That's yeah, but I, I think the method that has worked for me is I first started by writing in my journal, right? Like that being true to myself in my journal, in my thoughts, in my written words, saying this is what I'm feeling or this is what I'm experiencing or this is what I'm thinking about, those kind of things. I think it's a great place to start. I think the other great place to start is who are your sounding boards? Who are the people that you can have discussion, conversation with, where you can be open with them about who you are and how you feel. Start with those people, right? Those people that you have that intimate relationship with, where you can say, I'm not feeling well, or I'm thinking about this topic and I'm having thoughts about, you know, speaking up about my relationship with so-and-so or what have you. I feel like a lot of us just don't know where to start. And I would say, start with where you're comfortable, right? You know, are you going to be blasting your truth on a podcast? Maybe, maybe not, right? Are you going to be blasting your truth through a book? Maybe, maybe not. But I, I really feel that everybody can make a practice of being true to themselves and using your voice and gaining perspective on who you are in the environments that you choose to be in. And for me, I have found a tremendous amount of freedom in sharing my truth. Like people now know that Stacy Brown is intuitive. 
They know that I do readings for people from around the world. People know that I have gifts and abilities that I've shrouded in secrecy for a really long time. And I feel like those people that need me have been brought into my life because I've been speaking my truth. And those that are not meant for me are being removed. So it's, it is a double-edged sword, buddy. Yeah, it really is. And it's interesting you talk about journaling. I mean, I, I love journaling, but actually, I mean, and journaling is a great place to start. But actually, for me, the more powerful thing is having a conversation with myself in the mirror. So you've got to do what's right for you and just, and sometimes I'll, 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 I'll have a conversation with God, I'll have a conversation with my soul. You know, and even you can do that by journaling. It's like you've got to try different methods. And, you know, when you're looking for people outside the signing board, look for people that listen more than speak. Because, you know, I'm a big believer that, you know, we have two ears and one mouth. We should use them in that proportion. And in terms of guiding people, listening in in many ways is so much more important than speaking. Because everything we need is inside us. So sometimes just being able to speak about it, you know, problem shared is, you know, it, it, it really does help. But sometimes you don't need fixing, right? Sometimes you need that signing board. You need somebody to listen for you to be able to process. You know, and, and, and think about, like I said, the relationships in your life and where you're not speaking the truth. And, you know, I'll give you another example for me. And it's, it's really interesting because you know, I've done a lot of work on me speaking my truth and you know, and part of that work was Clubhouse, right? I found Clubhouse at a time when um, lockdown had just hit and I was really looking for areas I can speak my truth. And that's where I met Stacey and that's where I kind of nurtured some amazing relationships. And and at the time when I first joined Clubhouse, I wasn't really getting much traction with it and I kind of left it and I came back a month later. And when I did, I found some really amazing relationships and connections and, you know, I, I found people that were supporting me when I needed it most. And, you know, Clubhouse, we I created a club with some friends called um, Awaken Ascending. And really, I, that that was a passion project, right? That was, you know, we got it to about six or 7,000 followers, which is which is quite a lot of Clubhouse. And, you know, it was, it was a place where I was having fun speaking my truth. You know, we were building a really good following and Clubhouse was getting, doing really well. Um, and I had great connections in, you know, the, the people I was working with there. But actually what I didn't realize as things evolved in Clubhouse, that, you know, the club that I created, I was being quieter and quieter. And I didn't even notice, it, you know, a lot of times our rooms were, were late night for me, 1 a.m. type things UK. So... When I wasn't talking as much and people were like, you're, you're, you're quieter than you used to be. I just put it down to the fact that, you know, I love that time of night, to be honest, but I just put it down to the fact maybe I was tired. Um, and then over a period of time, I started realizing I didn't enjoy it as much. And partly the reason I was enjoying it because I was the energy of it wasn't resonating with me anymore. And, you know, the ideas I had weren't being listened to. And I didn't even notice because... I'd gone. I'm, I was. I was still thinking about that environment in the way it used to be, which was always fun, always an, an open place to share. Um, but it kind of started to get to be all about one person. Um, 
And, you know, that club, when I think about it, was started by three of us, right? And, yes, there was one person whose idea it was, and she drove it quite a lot. And, you know, I'd give her a lot of credit for creating the club. But it was founded by three of us. And I always took it as kind of my baby, right, as part of one, one of the things that – but that's what sometimes things happen. People change, and your relationships with, with people change and evolve. It's nobody's fault. But you have to be honest with yourself in terms of are the things that you're you're doing, are they still nurturing you? Are they still serving you? And if they're not, it's okay to walk away. And, you know, for me, it took me by surprise because, you know, I I always thought I was I was in a I was in a nurturing environment. I was one that, and don't get me wrong, it very well, it helped me a lot when I needed it. But the environment had changed and I hadn't even noticed it. And it took some serious conversation with myself and, you know, kind of conversations with others to realize that I wasn't being heard and I wasn't speaking my truth. And that left me with a choice. So, yes, I had some very direct conversations with the people involved. And then I made the decision, well, this wasn't right for me anymore. I spoke my truth. I had a conversation. I shared how I felt. Um, again, I didn't really feel like I was heard. I didn't really feel like um, that I was, if I continued, that I'd be able to speak my truth. Um, I wanted to be in an environment that was collaborative, that was nurturing. And honestly, I didn't feel it nurturing anymore. So I made the decision to leave. And bear in mind, this was something that I started. It was something that, like I said, got to, by the time I think I left, seven or 8,000 followers, whatever that means. The rooms typically on Clubhouse at the time, like 100 plus quite often. I mean, Clubhouse has gone a bit smaller than that, but still, you know, when we have a platform, a live platform with, you know, 100 plus on Clubhouse, that was quite a good platform, right? Um, I, got a, I got an opportunity to speak. Uh, once a month, I'd have a room on Akashi Records, which was just my room, and it was an energetically, I felt it's something I could speak my truth. But in the other rooms, I was quiet. And like I said, I'm I'm okay with being quiet. I'm okay with, um, but when I speak, I speak with intention. And I want to be able to be in spaces and places where I can do that. Because I've worked on, you know, when I was young, I've talked about it on this podcast before, I didn't have a voice. I was one of nine, um, one younger sister, everyone else is older, everyone else has stuff going on. So I didn't really have a voice when I was growing up. But I've worked hard on finding my voice and speaking my truth. But even all the work I'd done, I'd found myself in an environment where that I'd created and I didn't even notice that I couldn't speak my truth anymore. And, you know, it did take some serious conversations with the people around me for me to realize that it did take some really self-reflection and I was okay walk, walking away. And it was interesting, you know, when we were talking about this episode before we started recording, I was like, I don't know what, what story I'm going to share. And I talked about this story and Stacey was like, are you going to speak your truth? And I haven't really spoken about it that much. Um, I don't know. There's no reason. There's no, just, just didn't feel like I needed to because it was my own personal journey and kind of, but if this helps one person, if there's an area in your life which used to be nurturing for you, 
but is no longer nurturing, it's okay to walk away. So consider the areas that, because it creeps up on you, right? I, I mean, like I said, that area was nurturing for me. It helped me a lot. And I'll always look back at what we created and the fun that we had on Clubhouse. And I'll, and I'll, I'll look at it from a place of love. And the fact that it ended, it ended. It's all good. It is what it is. I still, I'm still on Clubhouse and um, as part of the club that, that stays created. And we, we created a really nurturing environment there. So it's okay, right? It's good. I trusted my feelings around it. And Stace, you pushed me to share this story. Um, and you also said, you know, I'm, am I okay for you to to push me? Anything I need to add? Anything that you feel that would help? No, I think it's just good for people to understand that it's it's a constant process, right? It's not like you one day wake up and say, I'm going to speak my truth. And you're automatically like sharing all parts of yourself. Like, I just don't think that that's, that's how it works. But I do believe very firmly that our lessons, like our aha moments that we have, we can limit them to just ourselves or we can share them in an effort to help other people, right? And the thing is, your roadmap might be someone else's survival guide, right? There might be something that people gather from your experience of speaking your truth and what you went through. They might gather it in a space that allows them then to see something differently in their life, right? Or a way that they might want to shine differently. And I just believe that we as human beings have that power. And so when we speak our truth, I don't feel like it's just us speaking our truth. I believe it's us then giving permission for other people to do the same. And there is something very powerful in that because what if you sharing your journey gives somebody else a, a new or fresh perspective on something in their life that they want to shift or change or grow from, right? And so I've just kind of come from that space of like, okay, I'm, this isn't just about me. This, this is about the collective. And Maybe somebody else I know has been raised by a narcissist, which then caused them to marry narcissists. Maybe someone else has been through divorce and um, challenges with, with raising kids and whatnot. And so I just take each one of those experiences now, and I almost feel like it's not mine to decide not to share it, right? I've been given this story and this platform for a reason. And so... I just want to continue to be true to that. So I feel like each one of our podcast topics kind of reinforces this way of being because in each topic, we've got to sit with the topic and say, okay, what do we need to share when this topic comes up? And it gets us to take a closer look at what we've been through and how it's impacted us and share that with the world. It's it's interesting that we're this far into the podcast and we're still uncovering stuff. It just goes to show that there is no like timeline for healing or there is no point that you get to where you've got it all figured out. It's a constant learning and growing process, friends. And um, you can choose to show up for yourself and for others or you can choose to hide away those parts of yourself. But who is really benefiting from you holding back? 
I think that's the question I want to ask. It's a really powerful question to ask, right? And really be that intro. And it is really a, a valid point that you know you made earlier. This this healing journey. And it reminds me of the podcast that we released last week, which is, you know, are we ever really healed? And no matter how much work you do on yourself, this is your soul having a human experience. So the healing is is a lifetime thing, right? It isn't a, you know, I mean, I think about the amount of work I've done on speaking my truth on my voice. And, you know, the, the example I shared kind of creeped up on me. I was just, just as surprised as everybody else because, you know, I worked hard on speaking my truths. And, but actually that was such an important lesson. And that's the thing. It's like we, we can look at the background and kind of be annoyed at ourselves and stuff. Or we can look at it and say, well, hold on a second. What did we actually learn from it? And I'm really hoping this year, 2024, for our listeners, is a is a time when you find your voice. And do it for you. Do it where you find a platform where you're speaking your truth. Mm-hmm. And realize that it's part of your healing because a lot of the time we heal in silent, right? We do the work, we do the inner child work, we do the meditations, we do the whatever we need to do to truly understand our programming. And you know what? We don't always have to share, right? But speaking our truth to ourselves and speaking the truth to the people that we feel we need to is a is a major part of our healing. And then if you choose to, sharing it on whatever platform, if you feel like it's going to help and you're sure you need, your story needs to be heard, then that's the next stage. Finding that platform to share your truth and whether you choose to name names or not, it's, it's kind of not, not really the point. The point is sharing your journey to guide others. Because ultimately, we're not here to, to force people to go any direction. We're here to guide people. And if our story can guide people, all the better. If it can give insights to help on your journey, even better. So I, I love this platform. I love the fact that we, we have... Um, a place that we've created to speak our truth. And I encourage all our listeners to really challenge yourself and ask what areas are you not speaking your truth to yourself and what are you going to do about it? And be kind to yourself because, you know, when I, when I made that, that example of Clubhouse, there was a part of me just was like, how did I let it get here? Could I have done something different earlier? And I haven't got a time machine, so I have to accept that everything I've been through is part of my journey. And all I can just, all I can control is what I do in this moment. And so I encourage you to do to decide what to do in this moment. And you know, Stacey's book, I was a big part of it in terms of you know holding her space as she shared. But it's it's a great it's a great place to start. You can buy an Audible, you can buy on hard copy. But she shares her truth. And she shares vulnerably and, you know, and I, and I love the fact you did that, Stace. And, you know, <laughs> I was a big part of it. Whenever you start talking about the book too, there's always like, there's parts of me, it's like, oh no. But anyway, I'm excited for whenever that comes. Um, but as we close this episode, uh, Stace, you know, I always ask you, what are the journal prompts? What are we, what do we want to leave our listeners with to kind of go deep? I think we've shared some through this episode, but if we we're going to summarize, what would those journal prompts be? I mean, the first place I go to is the place of if fear was not an option, what would I share with the world? What is my truth that I would share with the world? And just try writing about it and just seeing what comes up. Like if 
because I think for a lot of people, it's fear about being seen, fear about being judged, fear about other people's opinions. So if fear was not an option, what would you share with the world? What do you think, Nims? Love it. I love it. And I guess the second for me would be, like I've said a few times, what areas in your life are you not speaking your truth? And what are you going to do about it? And starting in your journal and being honest with yourself is a great place to start. And uh, as we close out this episode, just a reminder, the mentorship program that um, me and Stace do that we channel through the Akashic Records, we love doing it. So we decided to do a promo through January for four months for the price of three. If you've been thinking about working with me and Stace and curious, you can book a free discovery call. Um, for me, finding a mentor to guide you on this journey, especially if you're going through some sort of awakening is really important. Um, if our voice resonates at a heart level, then reach out. For me, um, anyone who we work with, this is a soul contract I would meant to. So it's more of a heart and a soul-led decision than a head-based decision. So if something we say resonates and you really want to reach out and you feel the connection with us, then please do so. Um, we're also starting the group program and end of Feb, so if that's something that appeals, book a free discovery call. We can take you through it. You have the choice of working with both of us or working with us individually. And it's all good because it's all part of the soul contract. Um, if you want to taste uh, in a different sort of way of what we do, join us on the free Zoom call on the 11th. Um, the, the link to join will be in the show notes. Um, it says 6.30 p.m. Eastern, um, 11.30 p.m. UK, and uh, uh, 3.30 Pacific. It's just a great taster to to experience um, Mind Stacey's Energies Live. We open the group of Cashier Records. We love doing this. our way of giving back. And... I guess lastly, as we close this episode out, if there's a topic you want us to cover on this podcast, if there's an area that you want us to go deep on, um, we always love that sort of feedback. Send us a DM. Tell us what topic. If there's any feedback you had on this episode, any other episode, send us a DM. We'd love to get that feedback. And Let me, Can I add to that, Nims, real quick? Course. The other thing I want to say, friends, is we get emails and DMs all the time with you thanking us for doing this podcast, which is incredible. Okay. But if you really want to like, thank us and like pay it forward to us, go to the podcast and rate and review the podcast. It helps our ratings tremendously. So if you're somebody who's taking the time to send us an email, take the two minutes that it takes to rate and review the podcast and let people know publicly what you think of what we're doing, because that is the greatest thank you we can get. Beautifully said. And thank you for that reminder. You know, it's, um, it's interesting with this podcast because we have had people reach out and say, you know, do you, are you looking for sponsorship, et cetera? And I, we don't want to do that, right? We want to keep this podcast as, as pure. Yes. We talk about the products that we do and what we, what we, what we offer, that's part of our part of our journey, right? And I love the fact that we can just come on this podcast and share our truth and use that platform. We always share from the heart. And yeah, Stacey's right. If this podcast resonates, if we're touching a part of you, then please do rate and review. Uh, Stacey's keeping me honest. It's something I should have mentioned. So thank you for that, Stace. Um, like I say, you just love this podcast. It's our passion projects, the way we give back. 
I'm wishing everyone an amazing, amazing 2024. I really encouraging you to to feel the new vibration. It's not just about new calendar year. I do feel a new vib new vibration is coming in. I feel the old one was a lot of cycles closing painfully. I feel like we're getting into a phase where we're starting new cycles. So it's all about the newness of what's coming. Um, we talked about earlier this. We're on a we're a soul having human experience. It doesn't mean that the roller coaster. Uh, for you may stop may slow down who knows but it does mean that the expansion and the growth will continue but maybe maybe the expansion and growth can be about what new you're starting in this world and maybe you start with speaking your truth thank you for all the listeners thank you i feel so blessed with everything we achieved in 2023 stacy i could not have done it without you so thank you for your support your help your friendship you're a big part of my life. You're a big part of this podcast. Thank you. And I'm going to hand it over to you to close us up. Thanks, friends, for spending time with us. I'm really excited to see what this year brings for the podcast. And we couldn't do it without you. So thanks for being here. Sending everyone so much love and light. And Happy New Year. Bye for now.